Hi, welcome to Creating a Village. Whether you're returning or joining us for the very first time, I'm your host, Millie, and we're here to nurture the village within you and help all of us thrive on this beautiful journey we call life. Today is a very special day. I have two very important people here in my life today. And today we're just gonna talk about like relationships in life in general and just how it's like impacted us. Okay, yes. So feel free to introduce yourself, who you are. Crystal, ladies first. I'm hollering. So hi, my name is Crystal Foy, uh, proud graduate of Howard University, now working in the financial industry, and I'll hand it over to Malik. Hello, hello, Malik Nixon. I too am a, a proud graduate of Howard University, class of 2020. I'm currently working in the tech industry uh, on the West Coast. So it's it's it's, good. it's great, great to be here. Thank you for having us. Thank you for coming on. Like you don't understand. Thank you. Okay, so let's set the scene, shall we? Crystal, please bring to us your prompt or experience. Um, I guess the way I got the conversation is I think I'm in a phase of like self-reflection, self-growth, evaluating what I want in relationships um, mm -hmm. and the type of standards that I have. Uh, I had the misfortunate experience of really being played with disrespectfully, unnecessarily disrespectfully. Um, and it made me realize like things can only happen to you where you allow them to happen. And so what was I doing that was permitting people to think, you know, this behavior was okay, their access to me um, to do these things was what was permitted, and what could I do to change that? So I've really been on this journey of, like, I stopped talking to everybody, um, started mm -hmm. just focusing on myself, and then also trying to define, you know, what kind of love am I looking for, and how am I trying to express that love? Um, I think there's stuff that we kind of grow up seeing and thinking like, oh, because these people did it this way, that's how I got to do it. But I think that's not how it should go. Right. So something I've noticed is a lot of people I love in my life. I call it like excessive love. Like they mm. pour all their love into their kids. They pour all their love into their job. They pour all their love into these different things. And then they feel exhausted themselves because they haven't saved any for themselves um, and I think for me, it's like, okay, I, I have a lot of love to give, but like, you really can't love properly till you love yourself properly. And you mm -hmm. should put yourself first, um, and getting comfortable with being selfish. Um, and also I've had some discussions with like my brothers, my cousins, and something my brother said really stuck out to me, which was like, the dating pool right now is just basura. Like, it's just not good. Um, and he was telling me he was he was sad for me because he was like, I really don't know what you're going to do. Like, guys are doing real low effort stuff right now, but want, like, high yield, high return. Like, they want basically, like, wife treatment with barely giving girlfriend treatment. Um, and the mm -hmm. statement, like, oh, yeah, I'm down to talk or I'm down to vibe with you, but I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm so tired of hearing that. Like, I don't want to hear it because it's like, why do you want to talk to me, but you don't see a future with me? So we're just wasting time. Mm. So I feel like Malik and I come from very different perspectives, probably. <laughs> but that's where I am right now. Where It's like, OK, I'm comfortable uh, kind of loving myself, keeping my love to myself because I know how much it's worth. 
more so than trying to pour my love into somebody just because I have it to give. Um, And just also coming to terms with the fact that, you know, the dating pool right now may not be where I need to be swimming. I could just stay in my little my little lake over here till the pool figures itself out. Um, And I'll pause there. I have more. I could talk about this all night. But yeah, I'll pause there. Well, no, can, can, so can, can I, I would, if, if I may, I, I think that I love the part where you, you were talking about um, the, the purpose of like being selfish. Like, you know, I, I think, I think the idea we have around loving ourselves, obviously, you know, everyone comes from, from very different like, upbringings and a lot of that informs like how we look at love or look at relationships, right? But I think that idea of being able to, being able to fill up your own cup first. I, I think I remember one of my one of my coaches to say this this thing all the time. Like you, you can't pour into others from an empty cup. You, know, you you can't give others more than you've been giving yourself. Or even if you do that you, and you're and you're left with nothing, then you know you sit back and you're like, well, now I'm sitting here with with nothing to to pour back into myself, and it leaves you just kind of continually feeling empty, right? So I, I, I agree. I think it's, it's super important to to like to find that balance of like being able to be selfish for yourself like you know to love yourself do things for yourself to, to show you know show appreciation for yourself because that's i think especially what i've learned to be able to give that out like you have to be able to to come from a place of you know where i've already understanding you know, how to love yourself before you can love others you know like substantially it's i mean that's that that's that is very very real yeah no like continuing with that point like I've never been in a relationship, but the relationships around me, just seeing how like they progress, like I feel like I don't want to say almost everyone in my family has been divorced, but like I'm pretty sure everyone in my family has been divorced, and so that like really impacted how I saw relationships. But but it didn't impact me in a negative light. Like I wasn't like, oh, I'm never going to get married. It just made me like figure out how I need to build a foundation with the person. I want to marry before I just hop into things. Like recently I had a friend who had a boyfriend for like maybe like two years or something. And their relationship ended on not great terms because of something that happened. But, and so we were talking about it and like, we were talking about what do you want though? Like, why, why do you think you need to stay when you don't have any obligations to this person like, what is it that you need in your life? And she's like, you know what? I didn't even think about that. Like, I was like, what type of husband do you want? What type of man do you want? Like, what are the qualities that are a no and are a yes? And then, like, when we made the list, the thing that happened was on her list of no's, like, major no's. And I was like, so do you, why are you even questioning, <laughs> like, staying? Because what you want and what you need, you've, you've solidified that. So you have to, like, stick with that. I think that's really important, like understanding what you want in life and like yeah. sticking to that. Yes. Uh, I, it's and, 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 and being able like, you know, like being able to stick to those things. Sometimes I realize like, you know, because we're human. Right. And so mm. sometimes it's super hard. Like you can, you know, if you, so you can have your, your yeses and your noes. And sometimes like you, you might, you might meet people like who, you know, they might hit boom, 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 boom. And then it's like, okay, well, it's like, like, what, what are you, what, what are you willing to compromise on? Is what's really, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's so hard for even like us personally to hold on to or be like to be sticklers about like what we will allow, 
you know, sometimes, sometimes we just really want to be with somebody or we want to share that space. Mm. We want to, you know, like not be just by ourselves. But I think like that, that time, like, and especially even being able to like, it's like even being able to list out and know what your yeses and nos are is, is already a huge thing. Like that's already understanding so much of it. It is. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of the times people don't even know what they want or what they don't want because they haven't seen it at all. Right. Like you never really know until you interact with something or you see someone like do something to someone else. And you're like, oh, I like the way he gave her flowers every day. Or I don't like the way he gave her flowers every day. That's too much. Like you don't know certain things are even a possibility until you see them yeah, sometimes. No, I, right. So that's okay. So that's why people <laughs> should listen to podcasts and learn but I think that's also feeding into like I've been seeing maybe it's the algorithm minding my business per usual but I've been seeing a lot more posts about like being comfortable being alone and being comfortable being single and like appreciating your time being single because at some point you might never get that time again you know like once you find your partner you build a family like your alone time is limited potentially so you should really really treasure it and I feel like that's a big thing, like sitting down to figure out what you want, what you don't want, what you like, what you don't like. And I think that idea of like compromise, right? So you see these red flags and you still decide to ignore them because, you know, I like this other thing about them. So I'm going to ignore this red flag that I noticed or because you like talked about it. So you think they're going to change it and then you see they're not changing it, but you're like, but we've addressed it. So maybe they're working on it. Those types of things. It's like, no, sometimes you really have to, you know, call a spade a spade. Like the red flag is there. The person isn't changing. Um, And my I think my siblings are the ones that make like the most jokes about me because my brother makes jokes about like, Crystal, you see red flags and you just like coast past, like you just ignore them of your own volition. And then like when they pile up, you act super surprised by them. And it's like, but you called it out. Like you will point it out. You will tell the person about it. You will tell other people you saw it. And then you'll still just coast on past it because you're like, well, I addressed it. So it's okay now. Um, I think that's something we have to recognize, like just acknowledging a red flag doesn't make it go away necessarily and it's like sometimes you really have to put your foot down and be like okay I'm not okay with this maybe I do need to walk away but yeah I think it's really crazy that we just be ignoring stuff like Malik said like that fear of being alone I think is very prevalent for a lot of people but it's also like think about how comfortable it is to be left alone like the silence isn't that bad especially when you start mm thinking about where you want to direct the energy like what what do you need this other person for if it's because you need somewhere to like drop all that love maybe find something something or someone else so like for me is I've been big on spending more time with my family so like my nieces my nephews my godchildren my siblings my parents like really spending more time checking on them making intentional memories with them instead of like looking for this outside person um, and I think that's a lot of value there because it's like, why do we have this need for this additional person when we already have so many people we could love in our corner? I think that's also something people don't realize, like putting up with those red flags for a way, especially because, you know, you don't get to choose your family and your family already probably has traits that you don't always care for that you have to learn how to navigate. So it's like the energy you're taking to like figure out this other person that's optional you could really pour into like, okay, let me pour this back into my family and make more memories over here first. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think 
that's something we have to think about as well. Like when we identify the red flags, walking away from them and then just pouring the energy somewhere else. Mm-hmm. No, I definitely resonate with that. Like, <laughs> I definitely resonate with that. Just learning how to um, navigate where you put your energy is really important. Yeah, like getting hobbies and stuff. Because I do know, like, mm, I was going to share some information, but <laughs> I don't know if I'm be allowed to share that information. Um. I'm a, okay, I'm going to say it and then I'm going to ask her about it. So, like, before my parents got divorced, my mom was saying, like, through going throughout the marriage, eventually she said she lost herself and she couldn't find, like, her hobbies. She she didn't know, like, what to do outside of, like, family. And so even with that, like, you can lose yourself in someone else. Like, who are you without them? And figuring that out is like really important. Like now she's like, oh, Jada, I'm, I'm discovering all these new things. I forgot I like to do this. I forgot I like to do that. And it's so beautiful just being able to like see that and like see that passion. So being able to like maintain that passion while you're with someone else is really important. Oh my God. And it, it really, really is. I mean, I can I can even speak to that a little bit. So you know what I mean? For example, like, so I was saying that before we were talking, we were talking, like, talking a little bit with me being in the current relationship that I'm in, for a little bit of time, I, I was worried about that idea of, like, obviously, you know, I'm I'm really, really into this person. I really, really care for him, you know? It's like, but obviously that excitement sometimes, I, I let myself overthink. And it's like, you know, am I mm-hmm. am I losing myself and, and a little bit of this, like, excitement and, like, like you know, the, the, you know, getting to know somebody, getting to learn about somebody and, you know, the time and effort you put in. And I feel like, it was, but it was also really good because realizing that is also like, okay, I can still give a lot of time and energy to building this. But then, you know, so there was a point where I realized I wanted to get back into roller skating and I wanted to go back to doing like dance classes and choosing to do those things. It was like, okay, you know what? I can go, I can go off and do these other things that I know that I previously enjoyed and remember why I did them before. And then become something that, that you can share you know like, like you can share mm-hmm. what interests you would like you can share what you care about and then that's that's just a whole, a whole other point of um a point of connection so i feel like it's 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 so important to be able to realize what you do like what you care about for yourself like what allows you to feel i don't even think satisfied is the right word fulfilled that's there that's what i think you know like because then then yeah that way the energy you put out is is not it doesn't always just have to feel like you're losing yourself or it doesn't doesn't only have to feel self-serving yeah no i definitely resonate with that and i think i've been on like the flip side of that right where i i'm a person where i enjoy uh individuals that take more of a uh kind of like leader role i forget what the world word is but like they're more so the person that is kind of guiding the relationship, taking lead a lot more because, yeah, more of a dominant like figure just because I'm pretty dominant in, like, other aspects of my life. I like being able to be like, okay, you can take charge here. Like, I shouldn't have to make every decision all the time because I'm making a lot of decisions in my day-to-day life. But then, like, Malik kind of touched on, I feel like in the past I've lost 
some of myself because I'm okay with, you know, if this person is suggesting this new experience, okay, let's try this new thing out. Um, but then not maybe vocalizing as much like, oh, I like this thing over here. Let's do this thing over here as well. And I think that's where an issue arises because mm-hmm. then it's like when I do speak up and say like, oh, I want to try this and they're opposed to it, I kind of just let it go. And I think that's something, you know, that learning how to say like, no, like this is also a part of me, a part of my personality, a part of my character. And if you, you know, claim to like me or love me, you should also be excited to learn more about me through this thing over here. Um, So I think that's something as well. Like it's a balance of learning about each other, right? Not just learning about one partner and the other partner just kind of going along with everything, even in that dynamic of someone being a little bit more dominant it still should be want to learn about that other person. And then also that thing about the cup being full. If you're not doing the things that fulfill you, you can't continue to pour into the relationship because at some point you're going to be exhausted from like constant compromise. Um, And I think that's what it is. Like constant compromise leads to kind of this depletion. And that's probably where a lot of issues arise in some relationships where it's like someone just feels exhausted from like compromising for the other but not doing things that fulfill themselves and then sharing that as well Mm. wow y'all spend some (laughs) real wisdom (laughs) i have a question for y'all so what are some like green flags that y'all look for um like when you're thinking of getting into relationship like the deciding factors So the one right off the bat for me is that a constant interest in learning about the other person. Mm. So like, I feel like if you, if you are, so say for example, if you're just beginning to meet somebody and you know, you, you obviously feel that there's something there from the beginning, that's great. Right. But I think if, if you can recognize, or you recognize that they are like constantly, oh, maybe I shouldn't say constantly, but if they're, curious about you and you know like they want to know more about you and you know why you're the way you are and like what makes you tick kind of thing to me that that, that that's a really really big green flag like it, it allows for much deeper conversations i think that's that's a really good thing to look out for at least from my perspective i i have how fast is too fast like when it comes to learning information about <laughs> you <laughs> Yeah, no, so that's a, that's a, that's a or revealing point. information about you, even. Yeah, so I, so I guess, I guess, like that's a, that's that's kind of like a, like a balance that someone has that you kind of have to, you have to find, right? So, for example, say if you're on a first, <laughs> you're on a first date, they should not be asking you like, "Hey, so what are your childhood traumas?" Like, that's that's <laughs> not the place. <laughs> that's not that's not the right time. Not the right time, right? But like, I feel as though, like, so I mean, obviously, so, so the earlier on you meet, it can be about you know like what interests you hobbies you have you know or like you know why did you choose to go into this line, this line of work and then i would say obviously like as you begin to go out more see each other more you can begin adding in those like deeper conversations i feel like like the like the really deep things probably won't come for a little while but it, i guess it always depends on if there are circumstances that would like cause the situations to arise you have to address it but i mean i think i think like those deep conversations probably yeah I think going back to the original question for me it's appropriate prioritization just because I feel like it could go two ways right so it can be a situation where I feel like you're not making me enough of a priority in your like life like 
I'm kind of the second thought or you have all these excuses about being too busy or all these things. And I think that excuse of being too busy is absolutely ridiculous because we all busy. You make time for what you want to make time for. But then there's the other side of that where it's like, okay, you're prioritizing me too much. And there's other things that I think should take priority over me. Like if you need to go to work, go to work because I shouldn't be getting between you and your coin. Um, obviously money isn't everything, but I mean like a healthy relationship between like, where are you placing me in the priority chain? And are you communicating your priorities clearly so that like I can be aware and, and adjust accordingly? Like if you have plans with, let's say like your mom, that's your mom. To me, that's, that's like an important thing. That's not something to be like, oh, forget my mom. Cause I'm going to go spend time with you. I think that's a red flag in itself because it's like, okay, do you know how to prioritize um, I'm gonna need you to be able to prioritize for other aspects of life. So like, where do I fall in your priority chain? Um, so I think it's a green flag when I can see someone has me like, I'm a high enough priority where I don't feel neglected, but I'm in the right spot where it's not like they're losing sight of what's important for their own self growth and their continued like progress in life. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. that's good I don't know if I have a green flag like particularly I feel like I have things that I would like but because I'm just not in that realm realm yet I I don't know Mm. know. (laughs) oh no I was gonna say I wanna know like like so, even if you're not necessarily in that realm, like so, what what's what's something like like good that you that you look out? Like what's something that you would see in somebody that make you be like, oh, okay, that's that's kind of nice, you know? I, I feel like I feel like it's it's a good worth hearing. Yes. Hmm. I think like a big thing for me is just <laughs> it's like respect in general, like how they treat other people. I feel like that that is a really big thing for me because. I'm not a fan of like, if someone is constantly talking or maybe that might go into a different thing, but if someone's like constantly talking over someone or like kind of not giving them space to speak or how they treat people if we're out and about, like you treat this person differently because they're working versus this person, stuff like that. I feel like those are really big, like things for me. So how they treat people, if it's like, great that's a major green flag for me yes mm-hmm. i forgot my question now i was gonna ask you a question do you have a question oh i think that the whole, it wasn't a question per se but i was like the, the part where you were essentially the way that you know that this would treat like if you're if you're out for example i mean do people always say like being mindful of how, so like say if you're if you're going on with somebody for the first time, like that would say be mindful of like how, how they treat like a waiter or a waitress, right? Mm-hmm. Like that, that, tells, that tells you a lot about how they'll about the, how they'll especially if, if, for someone who's you know who's doing the best they can to provide you this service. I feel like that that's always a really good marker. So, I mean, I think that that's that's definitely a good one for sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. I remember my question. So my question was going to be, do y'all date? for marriage and then like how do you just feel about that in general because i know for like myself i would prefer to date for marriage um but dating is just a whole conundrum that i don't uh, okay 
But yeah, I would prefer to date for marriage. Like if I know I'm going to talk to you or something and then I see something that I'm like, ooh, down the line, I don't even want to deal with that particular thing or are just our viewpoints are completely different on something and we haven't like committed to each other. We're just talking. I'd be like, okay, well, it's nice meeting you. And then go about my business to find someone that I could see myself marrying. But I know like some people just be dating to have fun. So I just want to know your perspectives, preferences. I think it depends on what you define as dating, right? Because back home, dating means you're in a relationship. Like if I said we dating, we're together. Like we we go together real bad. Um, versus like in the States, as you said, dating could just be like, we're going on a few dates, we're talking, but like, we're not exclusive or anything. And I think, again, that's also something I've been learning, um, about, I personally tell people, Mm -hmm. I think I need practice dating because I'm not accustomed to that kind of period of like, this isn't exclusive or anything. We're just kind of getting to know each other, which I think is a great approach. And I kind of wish back home did a lot more, um, but to answer your question, I think, oh, no, go ahead. Wait, a question. So back home, you just like, let's say you're just in school and you're, you just meet each other and then they just ask you to be there. Yeah, it's, it's when I got older and I reflected on how stuff works back home and why people be super confused why relationships don't last. I'm like, why are you confused? People talk for like two weeks, maybe a couple, maybe three, four. And then it's like, okay, do you want to be my girlfriend? Yeah. And then after you're like together is when they start going out with each other and stuff. And then, you know, at some point it'll click like, this is not working and mm-hmm. they'll break up or it'll work somehow and they stay together. But it's like a real hit or miss situation. And I think the fact that people back home be so confused as to like why stuff doesn't work out. I'm like, because you didn't know each other before you decided to put this label on it. Um, And then also the island's only so big, right? So what also plays into it is that if you're seen out with someone, like let's say you see me and Malik out to dinner, people are going to instantly assume like, oh, that's her man's, like that's her boyfriend, because there's no other reason for them to be seen out so often going to dinner, going on picnics, Mm -hmm. like doing date stuff. That just means you're together, especially because you're out in the public. People can see you, and that's, like, the assumption they're going to make. So, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm from the Virgin oh, where are you Islands, from for the St. Croix specifically. Um, so, VI myself to the bone. But, yeah, not the healthiest when it comes to relationships. There's a whole – I could talk about the whole social structure between dating and, like, relationships and, and kind of the way – we see kind of households even built back home and like what's made normal that probably shouldn't be made normal. But yeah, but to hop back to the original question, I think when I did used to be in relationships, because I really haven't been in a relationship since like high school and that doesn't count. But back then, I think I did approach it from the perspective of like, okay, could I see myself marrying this person? And I think that's also when I was doing like I said, that unhealthy pouring of love of like, I'm going to give this person my all because in my mind, like this is my person. And then following that, I think that's also why I haven't been in another relationship since high school because I could see like with the people I interacted with in college, I saw those flags of like, oh, long term, this isn't going to work. Like fundamentally, 
this isn't my person, it's cool for right now. Like, it's cute to go on little dates and hang out and be on campus together, whatever. But, like, this isn't my person because fundamentally, I can't see myself with this person. Um, And I think a rule of thumb, which might be a little crazy to some, but I think it makes sense for me is, like, would I raise a child with this person happily? Like, would I be happy if this person instilled their, like, morals into the child mm-hmm. that I helped bring into this world? If the answer is no, then I'm like, yeah, this isn't my person. Um, and I've seen that for a plethora of reasons, right? Like, people's perspective on politics, people's perspective on, you know, the idea of, like, how we should treat people when for their, like, different sexualities and, like, stuff like that. And again, those are red flags that I don't understand why I ignore to still interact with these people at all. But it's real. So I would say, like, if we're saying dating as in relationships, then I would say, yes, I think I approach it from a I'm dating this person. I'm in a relationship with this person to work towards marriage. But if we're talking about, like, casual dating and getting to know people, I think that's more of like exactly what it is like getting to know people having those interactions and also like learning more about you know what you like what you don't like mm-hmm. yeah I, I, I feel like for me so i would say i've never considered myself someone who's dated who's dated with the idea of marriage in mind Mainly because I feel like for me, and like I said, just like like what you were, what you were saying about like the casual dating part, you know, it's to be able to, be able to experience people to be able, you know learn. Or at least for me, it's like being able to learn about myself, being able to put myself out there, learn about you know, for example, and then obviously being able to be in a relationship. I think that because I've not always had the best representations representations of marriage like growing up, you know, so like I've, I've kind of seen kind of seen that marriage can be a very or even even i mean not even you know not even marriage you know something I like my, my my parents like aren't married you know so like for me that was a really big thing but i, I think that you know, like i was saying you know a lot of how we move relationship wise can be informed by like, what we see growing up or we see in in our in our in the circles that mean a lot to us and so for me i think as far as relationships or dating goes i've always been more in the camp that i want to be able to experience you know giving my time and giving effort and being able to learn about myself and other people but not not so much in the sense that i'm going out and saying you know i only want to be with people if i can see that marriage material just because i mean for me like to be honest i've I've never really been someone that aspired to marriage Mm. but i but i always felt like that idea or that sentiment for me could change like like it very well I could very well feel like you know like the, the person that I'm with like makes me want that right and so I think it, it really it really just depends on I think so for me the short answer is like I've never really aspired like I've never gone into dating with marriage in mind but I could absolutely see my being change based on you know like the like the the, the manner in which that like, we move in the, in the relationship I thought like marriage 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 it's just so it's it can be such a difficult like such a difficult obviously like a be- it's beautiful it can be beautiful for sure right <laughs> but like, like it, can, yeah. it can be it can be i think depending on like the dynamic and you know like like mm. the family involved i, I feel like, like marriage marriage is definitely one of those things where i've always seen it as like you really like you have to make sure like that, that at least for me like 
for me to be like, okay, yes, like I'm going to go ahead and do this, like, you know, be tied on this way. I would want to make sure that, I mean, damn near all the, like everything is kind of set in a way where I know that I can be, you know, obviously marriage is marriage that, you know, you, in marriages, you're going to meet those bumps, like meet those issues and, and you yeah. work through them like, 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 like married couples would do. Right. But I feel like, I think it's, I just think it's really important to, to, like, to know for a fact that that's what you want. But I, but I feel like, I feel like you don't have to go into relationships with that in mind. Because then I, mm. I, for me, I was probably like, that's putting it too much around it. Uh, okay. Like, I was, my aunt was really talking to me about this, like, yesterday. She was mm-hmm. saying, Jada, you really have to, like, understand who you're marrying. Because not only is it like, oh, till death do us part, but now mm-hmm. there's, like, divorce. But in actuality, when you have kids with that person, it's, like... It goes beyond that because now you have this with each other. There's so many things that are like planted once you marry a person that most people won't even probably think about. Like I didn't even think about it at first when she brought up the kids part. I was like, oh, yeah, because even when they're 18, they're still your child afterwards. (laughs) So like y'all still have to talk or something like y'all have to get this together, even if y'all decide to split up. You also have to come together at some point, or at least it would be ideal if you came together at some point for your kid. But yeah, I definitely marriage. Marriage has definitely been like a thing I've thought about my whole life. Like I've always, I'm, I'm like the Disney kid. I've always wanted the happy forever after. I really wanted to marry a high school sweetheart. Uh, that did not happen because it didn't happen. But <laughs> I've always been like, oh, I can't wait to be in love and have like. A great family and we're just all like chillaxing and having fun together but at the same time I feel like the type of relationship that I want now I'm not entirely sure how to navigate it yet but I just have to do more research anyway um okay this is a very good conversation very impromptu <laughs> very good conversation and I would definitely love to have y'all back again to talk about relationships if you want to. But I hope that this helped you, the listener, in any type of way. Try to, if it, even if it didn't help you like understand something better, at least brought up a question in your head. Like, am I not thinking about this the right way? Or am I going about it the right way? Like, I just hope it resonated with you. Um Remember, in this vast village of life, we're all connected. Until we meet again, hold up a second. Please <laughs> tell the people where they can find you if you would like to, if you'd like to promote anything. Let the folks know. Uh, I make travel TikToks. So you can find me on TikTok, stx.cryS. Um, and you can find me on Instagram on that as well. Um, so for me, I, I mainly, I mean, I have a TikTok. I, it kind of needs you to scroll at this point. It's not so much. I, I post here and there, but man, it's mainly Instagram. But yeah, so usually on anything, it's Malik the Man. It's M-A-A-L-I-K, the man. But on Instagram, it's probably my man. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right. Remember, in this vast village we call life, we're all connected. Until we meet again, keep embracing the power of community sharing your stories, and uplifting one another. Stay curious, stay compassionate, and keep creating a village wherever you go. 
thank you so much for joining us today. Bye.